Handle on the News. Late edition. Handle on the News. I actually don't think you're thinking anything. Bill Handle. You're entitled to your opinion. You're entitled to believe whatever you want. But there is fact and real world, real life consequence behind everything that you just said. And now, here's Bill Handel. All right, welcome back, everybody. Uh, Handel here, and uh, I'm going to do this like I'm on meth, just to get it out of the way, okay? Please donate to help the American Red Cross Initiative get prepared California for your $400 donation. You and your guests can enjoy cocktails and appetizers with all the KFI hosts and crew, plus unlimited sky fly ride during an inclusive evening in the beautiful OE Sky Space in downtown LA. Have to be 21 years old. Uh, 100% of proceeds will benefit the American Red Cross Get Prepared California campaign. Limited tickets. Go to KFIAM640.com. Uh, search mixer. That's when you know you have to do it. I have a question. Are you going to do the sly, sky slide that night? I no chance. Come on. Uh, maybe, but it's uh, I'm not good at heights. I'm really not. What and if we put like one of those sleep masks on you? That might help. So you couldn't just to show you how important we are. Yeah, what's up? And uh, so it'll be uh, Jennifer and moi. Lead story. And, uh, Jennifer's been covering this uh, all morning long. The ex-boyfriend and business partner of the woman who died in the uh, Aliso Viejo explosion has been arrested uh, after another bomb, because this one was a bomb, was found in his home in Long Beach, he has not been charged in connection with the explosion. Just an unregistered explosive device. I don't even know how you register explosive devices. I've been trying to figure this out, and the only thing that I can think of is if you're like a construction company and you're, you know, you have demolition stuff, so now, you have dynamite. Maybe that's, maybe that's it. I don't know, or you're a you know TV crew and you have some sort of explosive that's yeah. going to be on your set. I, Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But this guy, all we do know about him is that he was the ex-boyfriend, the business partner, and that he, I mean, just as recently as a month ago, has pictures all over his Facebook of him and the woman who was killed in the explosion in Puerto Vallarta. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're connected. Yeah, yeah, he's going down. Yeah. Well, Rudy Giuliani says, look. There is nothing illegal about Russia helping the campaign find dirt on Hillary Clinton. I want to know who conspired. Rongo Bongo. Uh, there is nothing wrong about the campaign finding dirt on Hillary Clinton. But if Russia helps, that's illegal. Because a foreign entity cannot try to even try to influence a, an American election. So Donald Trump Jr.'s testimony that he did sit down with a Russian attorney and he was, you know, first we talked about how it was supposed to be about adoptions and then it turned into dirt on Hillary Clinton. That part was OK because yeah, that's considered get, operation, him getting uh, dirt, him getting dirt. But here is the issue about collusion. OK. And that is he with the Russians colluded to interfere with the election. He can interfere with the election with opposition research. They can throw all the dirt you want. That's what elections are about. But the Russians cannot. But working with the Russians to do that is working with an entity that it's illegal for them to do that. It's sort of a backhanded way. And uh, then Giuliani came up with his genius analysis saying they didn't use it, so therefore it's not illegal. What? Just because you don't use it. If I hand you a gun, an illegal gun, and you don't use it to kill someone, I'm still guilty of giving you a gun that I shouldn't give you. Just because someone doesn't, quote, use it, conspiracy to commit a crime. Well, we never committed, a, we never uh, went ahead and committed the crime. 
It's illegal to even conspire to do that. That's where Giuliani is crazy. But then Giuliani, his um, experience as a lawyer, and he's done some great stuff as a lawyer yeah. when he was uh, uh, when he was the AG, uh, or I think he was uh, not the AG. He was uh, the uh, was it the AG's office uh, that he had? So. I think so. Yeah, yeah, in New York. Yeah. And uh, I mean, he was a hell of a lawyer. Now uh, it's now it's all political shillism. That's all it is. And he will manipulate the law, manipulate facts, uh, manipulate inter- interpretations. He's, he's bought into the Donald Trump philosophy of life. You make it up. You quote uh, you quote stats that don't exist. Uh, you decide what is law when it's not. So make up numbers. Handle the least you can do is speak English. That's basically what this guy told some people who worked at a restaurant in New York. So he goes into this. It's kind of one of those like higher end sandwich shops where you can go in and just grab a sandwich and a soda kind of thing. He goes in there and just loses it in front of the rest of the customers because some of the staff is speaking Spanish to each other. Maybe you should eat that sandwich today. Take a break from the food. Maybe you should get hit by a car, you piece of Well, she done. Yes. But... I'm going to give you uh, the other side of this. I mean, the guy was obnoxious and it was uh, disrupted, et cetera. But let's talk about the underlying philosophy. And that is uh, we are in the United States and you have people that we're talking about at the front of the counter, behind the counter. We're not talking about people in the storeroom, et cetera. We're talking about people who deal with customers. If I, who don't speak Spanish, am ordering something and the two staffers are talking to each other Spanish, I am excluded. What are you doing? You're speaking a language that I don't speak, and I'm the customer. Uh, I, I can see how that's offensive. And if I were a store owner, and some do that, saying, in front of customers, you do not speak Spanish or Farsi. Because I don't want my customers to feel excluded or uncomfortable. Let me ask you this, though. You go into a Mexican restaurant and yeah. it's very authentic and uh, 90% of the workers there only speak Spanish. Well, then you have no choice. Okay. I mean, let's be practical. Yeah. Uh, if And if they only speak Spanish, I'll tell you one thing. They are never going to be serving Border Patrol agents or ICE agents. Man, they are so gone so quickly. Uh, they're out the door. Because how many places have, uh, when you're de- dealing with retail, that don't that people don't speak English? You usually have at least like one or two. Yeah. I know. And the places I go where they're bilingual and I'll go to McDonald's, I'll go to uh, not Taco Bell, because even though I do, but that's too close to, uh, you know, this story uh, is people who are just totally bilingual. They'll speak Spanish to me or English to me as if that's the only language they speak. And then the next person in line speaks Spanish and they're rattling oh, in right. Spanish. Yeah. Uh, that I'm fine with. Yeah. But it's when they talk to each other in a retail setting uh, that I have to tell you, I, I agree with the, the concept of management saying, no, you don't do that. Yeah, All I, right. worked in, I worked in a Mexican restaurant where they told us that be, there were like half of us maybe that only spoke English and the other half, like you said, spoke English and Spanish. They told the the people who spoke both, you while you are at work, you are to speak English. Yeah, you or, can't speak Spanish to each other because you're not in, excluding the customers, uh, they didn't even say. The or other even employees. the other employees. And, that's what uh, they said. But if you're by yourselves, that's not a problem. Right. Okay, right. Uh, let's take a break. We'll be back. Uh, more handle on the news, uh, late edition. All right, Jennifer.
KFI Handle here as uh, we finish Handle on the News Late Edition. Jennifer Jones-Lee, Mo out, uh, Wayne out, I'm here. We went from a guy on a racist rant in New York to how about a racial slur on a Starbucks cup right here? I must tell you uh, that I think a lot more is being said and reported and felt than I think is necessary uh, and I'll tell you why. This is a guy who shows up at a Starbucks, and I, I and I've never seen this. Instead of writing your name, yeah, somehow it's printed on yeah. the cup, and I I guess they do that. Yeah, they've and, got a new tagging. system. Okay, so uh, it, the guy's name he's a Hispanic name, Pedro. Uh, Pedro, and that's, they only use first names. You know, instead of writing uh, Pedro, they would print Pedro, and it says Beaner, and they hand it to him, and there's a photo, and it is offensive, and uh, there's no question about it. All right. So now Starbucks is getting nailed for it. They have to apologize. 320, 238,000 employees, 27,000 stores around the world. One guy does this. Or one store deals with African Americans. uh, When you're talking about all of that. So what does Starbucks do? What should they do? Apologize? Absolutely. Which they've tried. Which they've tried. Fire the guy who did it. Whoever does it. And then maybe hand a $100 gift certificate to Pete's Coffee. Uh, I, whatever they're going to do. But this now, it explodes into a huge story as opposed to, hey, one of our employees screwed up, fired, apology, here is your $100. Don't you think what, that... What else is going on? I just think that more is being made out of this because of what happened with the two African-American guys again, in Philly. That's aberrational too. Yeah. Yeah. That's the point. That's all I'm. That's all I'm saying. All right. How about this though? How about no whites allowed on campus during what they're calling the day of absence at Evergreen State College? And of course, students, they're going to get away with it. Well, yeah, and they doubled down. Last yeah. year it was one day. Yeah, this no year problem. it's three days. Now let's get the reverse. Let's say you had uh, a, a white. Let's say even call it a, a racist group, which would never be allowed on campus to begin with. Who's uh, that would say no minorities. You, no. Exactly. No. Uh, yeah. This specifically says no Nazis allowed. Well, that's okay. Well, I'm thrilled that no Nazis are coming. But all right. There's a teacher in Florida who is under investigation now by Fish and Wildlife, obviously, because she is accused of drowning raccoons in her classroom. Rocky raccoon. Yeah, Jackie it's the old uh, drowning raccoon case. This, yeah, I'm, aren't you tired of these stories about drowning raccoons know, in front of classroom? In front of a classroom, just one after the next. <laughs> this Florida teacher, first of all, it's a man. Sorry, he uh, apparently the raccoons were eating like his class's chickens, which uh, even How did that. They, I mean, were these pet raccoons? No, I think they were interlopers. I think they were just coming in. And so eating how about the chickens? Great. How about just locking the doors? I mean, this is pretty disgusting. Is drowning gross. them in front of the class. Come on. Yeah, this is that's. Yeah, that's kind of outrageous. How many times do you change your sheets really fast on your uh, bed? Um, twice a year. <laughs> well, chimpanzees have cleaner beds than you do, apparently, Hand. Uh, everybody has cleaner beds than I do. The homeless guy down the street who sleeps on the sidewalk has a cleaner bed than I do. Apparently, chimpanzees <laughs> change their beds every night. There you go. And Yeah, they do. They uh, make a new bed with leaves, leaves et cetera. And yeah. They're way right. cleaner than exactly. we are. Exactly.